This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Playoffs are presented by FedEx and Ford. Welcome to the locker room on a beautiful Wednesday morning as we're high atop Bridgeville (laughs) on the hill overlooking Bridgeville. I am joined, of course, by my brother and compadre. That would be Maximilian Starks. Hey, how come you got Maximilian instead of Maximus? Never thought about that. uh, you, you got you, you. You have to ask my great grandfather that. Ah, okay. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah, know yeah, if yeah. it's it's not Max a thousand, it's not Max a hundred, it's Maximilian, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. We, we yep. <laughs> Ten, t- twenty, forty, sixty. Yeah, all those. Um, <laughs> I've I've dumbfounded you coming right out of the gates, and I've totally, exactly. totally dumbfounded you on this one. See, I yeah, can dumb you, down you anybody. You you caught me off guard. You caught me off guard. I was I was all prepared for the jab, and you hit me with the hook. <laughs> Oops! Oops! Here yeah. we go. If, if that's the case, then I'm leaving right now. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want no part of this. Oh, well, how are you, my friend? Good to, good to see you. I'm doing all right. Doing all right for a Wednesday. It's it's the middle of the week, hump day. So. But first day of Steelers practice day. Oh, yes. Yes, so, indeed. Yeah. Okay. Know, let, let me ask you this. Day. Okay, let me ask you this. Mike Tomlin dozed off during that game Sunday night, right? You got the uh-huh. Chargers. You got, you know, uh, you got the late driving Raiders and all this stuff going on. And Mike T says he dozed off. Now, he talks about Patrick Mahomes having a low pulse rate. I think he's got a pretty low pulse rate himself there. Yeah, no. I mean, I mean, you know, you think about that. It's like, are we going to the playoffs? Are we not going to the playoffs? I'm depending upon these two teams, who I've seen and right. we've lost to, to not to to not muck it up for me and for one of them to win. Right. And I think Mike T, when he dozed off, was like, one of them's going to mess this up. <laughs> <laughs> and he was right. No need to see because. A, one of them winning, we knew where we were going anyways. We're still going to the Chiefs. It's not right. like that was like, oh, my gosh, you're going to yeah. change our fate. Um, and then, you know, knowing who, who the team and the personnel, he's like, ah, somebody will win it. And, of course, Brendan Staley, <laughs> when you think you can't get any smarter <laughs> to outsmart yourself, you totally redeem yourself, <laughs> Brendan Staley. And you call a timeout with 38 seconds left in overtime. Wow, wow, wow. And then you allow the Raiders to say, you know what? We're going to go win this. <laughs> we were happy and content with running the clock out, but apparently you don't want that answer. <laughs> Did you hear the quote by Mike Tomlin that said, I think it should be a law that if you got somebody who overshoots the parking space because they intend to back in illegally, that... Um, it should be then it's illegal and the next guy should get it. And I'm wondering if that was a reference to the the, the fiasco that Staley created when he called the timeout. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't hear it. I just read it. And it had no kind of like it was not um, bookended by anything. Just read the quote. Uh, Joe Rudder wrote about it. And I was just wondering if and how what that was all about. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I, I heard about that one as well, and it, it makes perfect sense to me. 
It makes perfect sense to me. Hey, you out you you outthink yourself because you're so smart. Well, you pass the parking space, dude. Uh, so you don't get that spot. You don't get to reverse back in. Oh, that there that, you go. that one spot that I saw that was three spaces closer. <laughs> I didn't realize there was a smart car or or a Mini Cooper in that space. It's like ah, ghost space. Ah, okay. Let me try reverse back in. Act like this was the spot I wanted the whole time. You know, it's funny, <laughs> but I I can truthfully say I've never I've never been accused of outthinking myself. <laughs> Take that, take that as you will, my man. All right, take it as you will, brother. But you know that is just one of the things that's great about being me. <laughs> now, you know how I know that's false, Will. You know how I know that's how's false. Because that? that? you've been to a buffet before. <laughs> there's, there's a conflict there. There's a yeah, conflict. exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You have outthought yourself. You walked past roast beef. <laughs> At the carving station and said, hmm, this or fried chicken, this or fried chicken. And you made a decision to get one instead of just getting both of them. You've done that before, Wolf. Don't act like you haven't. You know, I'm up at that carving station, brother. They, it, it looks like I'm, at, I'm playing blackjack in Vegas. Oh, hit me again. No, no, hit me again. Hit me again. <laughs> just keep it Which- coming. Which is absolutely true because I've seen you do that in the stadium. <laughs> Oops. Give me shoes and they are many. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, no, no. I don't need a plate. Just throw it in my hand. Just, just carve it. Throw it in my hand. We don't need no sticking plates. <laughs> we don't need no sticking plates. But think about this, Max. I mean, seriously. One of the things Mike Tomlin, I love his quotes, right? I mean, he's he's very quotable, and that one about the parking space and everything else. But the other one about Pat Mahomes having that sort of low pulse rate that he doesn't see ghosts, quote, quote unquote, like he. Well, that's my words, not not Mike Tomlin's. But in yeah. essence, you're saying you don't see ghosts like Sam Darnold was seeing ghosts out there. All right, <laughs> um, that's a low pulse rate. Uh, you don't get flustered, and that's one of the things that Mahomes does so very well. But I was just laughing because I'm thinking, you know, I've watched Mike T on the sidelines for 20 years. You know, um, you 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 played for him. I mean, you're up closer. Yeah. The dude does not panic and does not have uh, those episodes of like uh, going crazy about stuff. No, no, no. Mike, Mike T. Hey, that, now. Now, now would now would he try and throw uh, throw his body out uh, in the way of a guy running down the sideline? You talking about on, Joe Jacoby? And <laughs> I... <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Whoop! <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Um, but that, 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 that's about it. I mean, like you said, I mean, Coach T for for everything that people could think. He he is just a consistent person, right? You know what I'm saying? Like he does he doesn't go on the emotional roller coaster, right? And and that's something I you know I can appreciate, uh, uh, really truly appreciate about him is that he's consistent. Like and he's also transparent. You know where you stand with him at all times. Mm-hmm. You never have to question. And if you do have a question, you could always go ask him, and he's going to give you the truth. And I think that's something that's that's admirable when you think about coaches in this profession, uh, the ones who last, the ones who people think highly of. That's usually one of their traits. You know, I think of the same thing in in how BC was and how you know BA is. Right. Uh, you know, you think about those individuals and Mike T. All of those guys have that 
certain that panache, right? Panache. Uh, yeah, I mean, and and Belichick, Belichick, you know, is the same way as well. You know where you stand with him, and, and he's going to be honest with you. Hey, and, and Belichick's seen it all, so right, he has no reason to pull punches. Um, you know, and and that's another thing when you think of like. Nick Saban. Nick Saban's been that same exact way. You know, you have a demand and you have an expectation and you either live up to it or you don't live up to it. The standard is the standard with the with these types of coaches. So, you know, it, it's it's something that's uh that's pretty admirable and, and you know, I love Mike T for that because I think that's right. something that when you think about a coach who's never had a losing season in the NFL as a head coach. Oh, how hard is that, right? How hard is that for a league that's designed to not to, to not allow you to be that? Uh, turnover. I, I'm, I'm sorry, turnover year in, year out, salary cap issues. Oh, yeah, free agency. I mean, you have it all, and he's weathered that storm. Him and Kevin Colbert have weathered that storm together yes. and have made it possible because even the best have losing seasons. No question. And he hasn't had it. Absolutely. He, he, he keeps bucking that trend. <laughs> well, you know you know what panache is, right? The definition of panache? Blue collar yes. with a touch of effervescence. <laughs> yes, I, 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 I do recall that. I do recall your your definition of it. And it and it is it is very it's very low. It's very bubbly. It's very bubbly. bubbly. It's bubbly. We got the bubbly. 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 <laughs> All right, let's go. We got some um we got some uh, health issues here we want to talk a little bit about. We got uh, defensive back Arthur Mollette is in concussion protocol. Uh, he looked like he got uh, El Cabong there uh, on the field. You know, this kid here has been making some plays. You know, if you go back three weeks ago to Kansas City, he made a couple of plays there, one of them being a stop on a, at the two-yard line when he shot the gap inside off the bunch formation or whatever it was to the, to the left. He yeah, dropped yeah. – uh, 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 who was it, Daryl Williams? or, Darryl or William. Yeah, Daryl Williams. Yeah, okay. What a great job. He dropped him in his tracks. That was significant. And this is a guy who's been coming along and making some plays. I sure hope that he's going to be capable of joining the crew uh, when they head out to KC. Yeah, no, you know, definitely prayers are, are, are with him because, you know, yeah, when, when, he took that, when he took that second hit, it was yeah. – it was one of those, and, and he tried to get up, and it was just like, no, 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 just take your time. Let us walk you there. Yeah. Because uh, he's a fierce competitor. You could tell. He was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, it's I'm like, fine. No, I, no, your feet yeah, no, are working. <laughs> yeah. You're cross-legged. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what to tell you. It's called if being grogified. <laughs> if you step with that back leg, you're going back to the ground. I don't know what to tell you. Um, yeah. But, uh, but, I, but I think that's one of the biggest things is that you see that, and you're just like, you know, you you have to. That that's when you have to step in and 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 make sure that you're helping the player. No question moment. about it. Because you know, sometimes sometimes we get into autopilot, Wolf. You know, when 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 everything turns black, you're right. just like, hey, listen, everything's a fight, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you just start swinging. Exactly. All I need to see is the ball snap. That's all I need. That's all I need. After that, we're just going. We're we're going uh, elbows and uh, knees. That's the best way I could put it. You know, uh, one something of, else, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you know, in, in uh, one time I was watching the UFC. Right, guy got got guy got dropped. Just got dropped. Right, but he went down, and when when the referee came over him and was protecting him, he was starting to swing at the referee. You know what I mean? Because instincts take over. 
You get grogified like that, man. You know, you you fight back. Yeah, it's like, listen, listen. I don't know who did it, but the second I wake back up, I'm firing at the last place I thought he was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, look out if you're in that space, man. Yeah, exactly. I mean, listen, the last time I got hit, the dude was eight inches away from me. So guess what? When I wake up, I'm swinging 10 inches. (laughs) Making sure it hits. (laughs) I'm going to hit something, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So we got. Oh, gosh. Right, is in concussion program. You know, it's so funny because I spend time trying to craft the opening segment and everything, and it always goes off the rails, but it's just, it's too funny. I, you, I mean, you had Christmas Island crabs yesterday. I yeah. mean, we talked about coconut crabs. So. That's true. That's true. I, th- I think I think we've progressed. I think we've progressed. <laughs> All right. Let me throw Najee Harris. He might be limited early, but I would think uh, it sounds like all systems are go. He finished the game. That's something in and of itself. And, and he finished the game falling forward. So yes. yeah. I, th- I, th- I, th- I think, you know, the, no guts, no glory. I mean, once right. again, Najee's an Iron Man when it comes to that. Um, so, yeah, I, I expect to see Najee as well. Um, who, who else would we have? Who else? Let's Somebody see. We else. have uh, Robert Spillane has a knee issue. I don't know what he's dealing with a knee injury of some sort. Um, that's been something they've talked about seem- seemingly on and off for the last month or it, so. Yeah, it's been lingering. Yeah, yeah it's been malingering lingering knee issue. issue is what we'll refer to it yeah. as. Yeah, that, 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 that's called ice it, uh, throw the sleeve on it. Right. And uh, and the little compression sock, you know, that little tall sure. stocking. Sure, Yeah, put that on there to control the swelling. Uh, that's what that sounds like. And two, two aspirin call me in the morning. Yep. Okay. Yeah. We, exa- well. Well. Ibuprofen. ibuprofen. Yeah. Ibuprofen. We'll, okay. Oh, all right. Rather we'll than as old school aspirin. Okay. Man, yeah. Exactly. Uh, let's see. No BC have... powder here. <laughs> <laughs> we or the have... goodies. What was we... it? Goodies. Goodies. <laughs> let's not go there. We got James yeah. Washington. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Why don't we take a break? We'll reload. Yeah. We we'll, got, come back. we'll talk about James Washington after the break. You got, you got me laughing he, too much. Man. We can put him on ice. Uh. You know, it's like I always told Chalooch, don't get me laughing. I'm like that hyena in Circle of Life, you know, Disney. You know, oh, when, when one goes, remember your cousin laughed himself to death? A, oh, yeah. Okay. Steelers playoffs are presented by FedEx and Ford. It's Wolf Starks and the Ninjas in the locker room. We'll be back after this. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Oh, and the Steelers playoffs, don't you know it? They're presented by FedEx and Ford. Welcome to the locker room, everybody. Max is just getting with it, baby. He has just been, I don't know how to put it, man. He was just like jamming in the in the you know when we went to break and everything things are you're picking up steam here my man chugga 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 <laughs> chugga 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 choo choo the train has left the station baby and it won't stop until we get to kansas city it's a moving train baby that's right that's right we're get, we're, we're building steam it's wednesday 
You know, we're ready to rock and roll. We're, we're waiting for the passengers to load. A couple of them uh, are limping onto that train, but they're still going to come. They're still coming. <laughs> well, the next one to hopefully to limp on is James Washington. Who's in COVID protocol? Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. you just well, – yeah. It, 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 well, the good thing is, is it's a five-day one now, right? They've lowered the uh, right. the numbers and everything. So, you know, there's a potential, you know. There is a potential. Now, let me ask you this. I wasn't in favor of Ray Ray McLeod getting as many targets as he's been getting. But after his last performance and watching him dig that one out in, in crunch time on the fourth and eight from the 41, Ged Zooks, you got to say, you know what? The young man's doing some things there. He's got 20-some catches, almost 30 catches thus far. His special teams work plus his pass reception work has been, uh, what, varsity level, as Mike Tomlin would call it? Yeah, varsity level. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, you 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 don't you don't get better without getting opportunities, right? Good point. And, and I think that's what they they see something special. He's flashing in practice. He's he's gained the confidence of Ben because once again, that's ultimately who has to trust him, right? Uh, when he throws the ball to him, and Ben's starting to get a, a trust and a rapport with him. So I think that's important because. When you have Ray Ray out there, you have Chase, you have Deontay, you have James, you don't know who to double, right? Because, like you said, everybody's a potential weapon. And like you said, Ray Ray going in and digging that like a shortstop, right? Yes. You know, on, on, on a low on a low Hummer is, yep. uh, is, 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 pretty, is pretty crazy. So I think he's showing it. It's just that confidence and repetition for him to get more consistent with catching the ball. But you don't know until you actually get into a game-time situation. So I really like the fact that Ray Ray is, is starting to come into his own here and starting to become that threat instead of just a gimmick guy, right? Right, The guy right. that you're looking for on, on a jet sweep or some type of, like, gimmick pass play to give him confidence. He's actually able to go in there and, and hit the route tree on you, which is always a good sign and which is always a sign of prominence. So I love where Ray Ray's coming because you never know when that play is going to be okay, they've decided to double somebody else, and I need Ray Ray to win. And he does because he's had reps. Right. And it's not like he's depending on it, you know, first time, and like, oh, he's only got four catches on the year, and we're trying to throw him a 57-yard bomb. Uh, right, <laughs> like, right. Will he catch it? Will he not catch it? No, he's getting into that. He's getting into a, a zone and a groove with Ben. You know, one of the things I love about it, too, is now think about this. He's a kickoff returner. He's a punt returner. Kickoff returns, punt returns, they are, they're basically – the same but different. You got time to line up a kickoff return, see it, react, okay? Punt, you got to track the ball while you know people are, are coming and closing on you. And you've got to – and one of the things – Louis Lips, who I played with, who I think he's got the Steelers' all-time record in punt returns. But Louis had this amazing ability to take a snapshot at the coverage coming at him, track the ball, snapshot, track the ball, snapshot, track the ball, boom, and catch it and go. And, and that's – that's God-given, man. That's extremely difficult for anybody to be able to manifest that sort of ability. And what I'm thinking is, wouldn't this be something, because you see a lot of Ray Ray's work is done in the crossing routes, the underneath, the trafficked areas where it's a snatch-and-go type of thing, snatch that ball and go. And I like the idea, the concept. He's utilizing skills that are already highly sought after and, and highly uh, engineered there in him to be able to do the punt return and the kickoff return. Yeah, he's got the bifocals, right? You know, that, 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 <laughs> he's not know, Mr. Magoo going across the middle. Yeah. 
he's not Mr. Magoo. He's got, he's got the bifocals, right? Because the focus is is the lower level, but you 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 know you can read normal up top. It's only when I got to focus down, <laughs> right? You know, so he's always got a view of how everybody's going. There we go. There we Whoop. go. There we go. You got him too now. Uh, yes, I don't trust you to catch a punt, but you're, you, I you are I'm... good for any reading activities. No, you're good. I don't catch you. I don't trust you, kids. You know, I was up at training camp uh, one year, and I actually caught one off the jugs gun. I actually did. There we go. Yeah, it was. It was, but it was. I, it was almost embarrassing because it was like it hit my legs and bounced up, and I think I caught it on the rebound. Somehow I trapped it rather than catching it. Those are hard to track, man. Those are not easy. Well, you know what I remember because you know you'd use offensive and defensive linemen uh, on that on 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 the old wedge, right? Right, crew. right. So you would have them in the sh- in the short intermediate area. Obviously, they've changed that rule since there's no. You know, you're not allowed to form a wedge anymore. Mm-hmm. So you now you've got more running back body types, tight end types. So I remember when they used to, have to come out early, and you saw like Chris Kimiyatu and um, uh, uh, what, what was uh, what was uh, T Rex? You remember T Rex? What was T Rex? Oh, uh, Japers. I can't think. Of I can't it. think of T Rex's name. That's all right, but T Rex. Uh, I know. Anywho, you- yeah, no. So you'd have all these different guys coming out and trying to catch field putts yes. if they were squibbed. The squib kicks, funniest thing ever. <laughs> and, and I was like, ah, oh, you know what? I should go out there and try that one. Oh, that was like my rookie no. year when I was doing all the look special teams and stuff. No. And I was like, no, no, no. Definitely hit me in the face mask once, and I was like, you know what? I'm done with this, guys. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not joining in your game anymore because you know what? I'm never going to be on this in real life. So. I'm good. <laughs> but, it, I mean, it, it came in. I was like, oh, I got it. I'm about to catch it in my chest. Create the bread basket, right? Create the bread. <laughs> Pow. Right in the forehead. I was on the <laughs> I was on um, the kickoff return on an onside kick Monday night football in San Diego my rookie year. I can remember to this day, it was right before the first half, the halftime, I'm sorry. So, he, I think it was Rolf Benerska. I can't remember for sure the kickers, but that's the name that pops in the gourd. The ball, though, I remember. I'm in the front five. I'm at the center, okay? That ball yeah. is going end over end, agonizingly slow. And I remember in my head, it was like I took two shots at NyQuil. And I'm like going, no. <laughs> and that ball, it bounced up, Max. I slapped my hands together. <laughs> Like, like you would, you know, like you're killing a, a, a like, mosquito, like a seal, like a seal <laughs> at the zoo. <laughs> and I got hit by the first of the headhunters, <laughs> and he crushed me. I mean, I caught him right in the choppers, the ball, and then the first headhunter right in the grill. <laughs> oh god! Oh, the second, third oh. one, and I got to tell you, that ball ended up down below my waist, which is, you know, that's. That's sensitive areas there, and you know the punching <laughs> and, and everything that goes on. It 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 hurt. Hence why you don't hold a speed bag down there. <laughs> All I can tell you was I had the same effect as T.J. Watt when he came off the field. That was <laughs> oh my heavens! You know you have those yeah. moments on big jobs like this. I'm injured. I'm injured. <laughs> I'm injured. What's wrong? I can't tell you, but I'm injured. Just know that I'm injured. <laughs> How about it's more like <coughs> I'm injured. I'm injured. I'm injured. <laughs> I got, I'm right. Uh, right. Right. It hurts. <laughs>
Okay. Where does it hurt? I can't tell you. <laughs> Let's go to the tent. There you yes. go. All oh, right. God. All right. So All right. we got James. We have a caller. We, we have, have oh yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah, Thank you for reminding me. We got let's let's bring it. We gotta get sarcastic sword here. Let's go to the phones. 412-919-1316. We got sarcastic sword. Sword, welcome to the locker room, brother. Hey, thanks, guys. Help us. You just keep on going laughing. Hello, sword, are you there? Yes, I oh, am. Oh, I don't know. We got are you there, oh. sword? Yes, I am. Uh, there you are. Hello. Okay, there we go. Hello, how are you? Good, guys. Happy New Year to you both. That's my first call since then. Uh, I got to say, Max, uh, sorry about the loss of your father. Um, he gave us a lot of memories, football-wise, from Notre Dame to the Bengals. But he also gave us something real special we'll remember by, and that, that's you. I think you're a great tribute to your yeah. parents, and uh, need more like you out there, buddy. Uh, the novel so. that's called the uh, Steelers 21-22 season, the last page Sunday night, the last chapter turned over, and the last sentence is off to the playoffs, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) And I have a clean sheet, uh, clean paper there for an epilogue. It it might be a paragraph or a couple pages, so that's to be continued, I guess. Uh, You know, I've been in a few games and you guys, tournaments, whatnot, but it's hard to explain the load that's taken off of the, the Steelers in general by getting into the playoffs. If they had lost that game, you've got every player through, all, through the, through the offseason until next year thinking about a game that he screwed something up. He dropped a pass. He missed a tackle. Just missed tipping that ball. That is completely lifted off of these guys. They are there's a clean slate and an open door with, 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 with you know with 14 teams, mm. and they're all equal. Nothing, none of that baggage that is the whole year. All the writings and articles about all the mistakes. It's completely gone. It, it's it's like so refreshing, and and I'm sure Tomlin is is uh, reiterating this to his players. How how light you feel and how energetic and, and anything can can happen here. And, you know, the, the top-seeded team in the AFC, the Titans, we, we beat them. I mean, it's it's just like you're opening a corral and, and a new pasture in front of you. It's, it's an enormously uh, relieving feeling. And, and you were mentioning uh, Ray Ray. I'll tell you, that punt return straight up the gut, uh, without hesitation, was one of the most impressive things I've seen him do. Uh, just that takeoff. That he, I mean, he's not a big guy, but to have the nerve to catch that ball, and I mean, that guy sprinted straight up the middle without hesitating uh, for a great return uh, on that last punt uh, that, he, that he harvested there. I wanted to ask you, uh, this is my opinion. I, I think Tomlin, being the coach he is, uh, when Harvin missed some of the games because of personal problems. I, I think the coach uh, didn't want to have a guy lose his job because of personal matters, and I think he gave him the opportunity to get his job back last week. I, I don't know if that's the time to do it, but he did. And I think if you're objective, I, I don't know why Waitman wouldn't be on that field, especially since he had kicked in Kansas City. He had, I think, almost a 60-yard you know, 50 something yard average that day. I don't know how you could leave uh, a Waitman on, on the bench uh, with this game coming up guys. 
You know what, Sor? You make a great point. And <clears throat> the difficulty is in dealing with a young man who's just lost his father, a significant figure in your life, a huge figure in any man's life. And it's a difficult thing. And Max can tell you, losing a father at any age is, is problematic and, and hurtful. And it, it, again, it's one of those things that you've got to overcome and, and rise to the level that, that's needed. But um, it does present a challenge. And it's a, it's a tough thing to do. I, you look at Corliss Waitman, you say, my goodness, this kid can just knock the ball out of the stadium practically. And yet every now and then, Presley comes along and does the job that, you know, you it, it's as you expected it. But, uh, yeah, I I find it difficult to, to go back to Corliss after Presley just got the last start in Baltimore. But then again, he's done it before. It may be a significant choice you got to make. Yeah, well, it, I, it, I think, it is going to uh, be tough. I think Waitman's kick in that Cleveland game, one of the best punts I've seen in my life. Uh, to be, If you watch that again and again, I don't know how he got it out of there. And it just wasn't a 30-yard kick. That was 52 yards out of that corner. Uh, very athletic for him to even get the ball off like he did. And, and I'll tell you what, if if, uh, uh, if if they don't keep him on the team, he ain't going to be around long. That's a guy that could be kicking for eight or ten years uh, with his athleticism. And I, I think if you're completely objective and get rid of all emotions, there's no doubt that in the last month, uh, Corliss uh, Waitman has been the better kicker. So uh, I don't know. When a game's one and done, uh, and this is it. I think you pull out all the stops. You use the best guys you have, and uh, I I would think Waitman should be on the field. But uh, to be you know to be continued. Exciting week, guys. Enjoy listening to you. It's really great of the Steelers to give us another week of this. Uh, and uh, uh, it just uh, anything can happen. And, and really, really looking forward to this weekend. Some really, really great games. So appreciate. Appreciate your guys, uh, you guys being there for at least another week here. Take care of yourselves. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you so much. Nah, thanks, Sword. We appreciate it. Before we go to break, Max, what do you think? All right, you got Waitman, <coughs> you got, you know, Harvin. What do you think? <clears throat> I mean, I, I think in this situation and knowing what the environment is that you're going in, I, I would probably go with Waitman. Um, yeah. Just because, like you said, I mean, the numbers don't lie. Yeah, and we also know that Corliss is, he has an absolute rocket for a leg, um, and you know backed up punts, anything it doesn't matter. It, it, it's going fifty. It's going fifty. I mean, right. you know, the only time you worry about him is 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 if it's a short kick, right? Plus side of the field type of kick, right? Where you got to kind of get that drop style kick and get it to go end over end and not go into the end zone. That's the only place I worry about him. Other than that, anywhere else on the field. Absolutely. Equalizer. He, he's a field changer. Um, he, he, fli- he flips the field for you, which is what you want and what you need. Um, so, and I think that, you know, like I said, Pre- Presley is getting to that point. But I think, yeah, I think it's still something where, where you're dealing with emotions, um, you know, and, and trust me, as a guy who, who has to constantly fight with these daily. Right. Um, I know what Presley's going through, right. and I couldn't imagine having to perform at the highest level in that position at punter. Um, you know, offensive line is a little bit different. I get to go take my aggression out. Yes. The only thing you get to take aggression out at punter is, is the ball. Yeah, it doesn't and, work. Uh, it's not the and same thing. it doesn't work as well. Yeah. No, no, that was a highly, highly technically sound, and every 
quarter inch every dimple matters uh, that that you catch with it. So I, uh, there's a, a lot more margin for error at offensive line than it is at the punter position. So, you know, I, I think that Corliss Bateman's earned the opportunity. So, okay. you know, that, that's just my thought. Well, the Steelers' playoffs are presented by FedEx and Ford. Max says Corliss Waitman. I agree with him. It'll be interesting to see who does draw the punting duties. All right, we'll be back with more Wolf Starts and the Ninjas in the locker room. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Oh, we're going to Kansas City, and Kansas City, here we come. Steelers playoffs are presented by FedEx and Ford, and you are in the locker room with Wolf Starks and the Ninjas, where the Steelers Nation comes together to talk things out and hash things over. Welcome back, everybody. Let's go to the phones, because right now we've got, let's see, that would be Josh in Atlanta. Josh, welcome to the locker room, buddy. Hey, Max and Star. Max, Wolf and Max, sorry. You got it. It takes a little while to get used to. I got you, you know. I wasn't expecting to get on the line this early, so I'm happy, though. Um, How you guys doing? Well, Max is doing something right now. (laughs) That's all I can tell you. He's Right now, he's off my screen, and I think he's he's getting hydrated. He's getting for the dog. Yeah, either that or he's got he's got to deal with the rattlesnake in his front driveway, or the dog is out chasing uh, the neighbor's dog or something. You know, I don't know. Sometimes these things happen. Max is there, then all of a sudden Max is yeah. not there. So, go ahead. Well, well, uh, I just want to talk about this upcoming game. Um, I'm, I just, I still can't believe we made it into the playoffs. Right. Um, you know, I'm really proud of the guys, uh, but. one thing I want to bring up for Kansas City is I feel like field positioning is going to be huge in the Mm -hmm. game. Um, Against the Ravens, we were getting a lot of uh, third and longs. Penalties were uh, pushing us back. I think uh, like each of the linemen got a holding call or something like that, and it was just messing us up all game. Uh, So that can't happen in Kansas City. It's going to be loud. It's going to be crazy. Right. We're going to have to get – we're going to have to get third and shorts or – just you know, field position is going to be huge. So, what do you guys think? You know, there's <clears throat> you got a lot of meat on the bone there, and uh, Josh, I got to tell you, Max is back now because I, you know, just yeah. in case Max got waylaid by a rattlesnake or his dog, one of those things. Uh, but <laughs> Josh is just talking about some of the things that we're going to be facing in Kansas City, and I and I, I can tell you that you know penalties, pre-snap penalties, they, you you just can't have them. And you can't have the holding calls because they are drive killers. And when you couple that with the volume, the the acoustic tsunami wave of sound you're going to encounter in Arrowhead, you've got to minimize all those complications. That's basically right. job one. You know what I mean? Max, what do you think? Yeah, no, I, I think that that's one of the biggest things is, you know, your pre-snap penalties, you, you must be – glued in as far as silent count you must be glued in to the ball and you realize that offensively this is this is the added layer this is the added challenge the good thing is they've already they've already tried this before they've already had this opportunity mm-hmm. to go experience what right. that sound is just like i remember you know wolf referenced it yesterday 
talking about the Indianapolis Colts at the RCA Dome. First time we went there, man, it was absolutely ridiculous. And you're like, I can't, I couldn't hear Kendall Simmons, right. who was directly <laughs> next to me, three feet next to me. We are yelling at the top of our lungs, and he's like, I don't know. And I'm like, I don't know. And then next thing you know, you're like, okay, I got to try and watch the ball. Uh, yes. <laughs> right. But the second time we yeah. went there, we had we had a system that was in place. We felt comfortable about it because we knew that this was one of the top teams that we'd see again if we made it to the playoffs. And we had a different result the second time around. We weren't supposed to beat this team. This was a Peyton Manning team. Right. This was a this mm-hmm. was a top seed. They had everybody. Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, Dwight Freeney. You know, they had they they, they were unstoppable. But they got stopped that day. And all you have to do is stop them once. And yeah, it's, we stopped it's that them that day. All over again. Nobody's giving us any credit. They they don't think we can go in there and do it, but you know. You know, think Maybe about this, Josh. On One of the things you, you're speaking the the, the language of of uh, our brother Tunch Ilkin, all right? Because mm-hmm. Tunch always used to say, "Look, nobody does it better with a chip on the shoulder than the Pittsburgh Steelers." I mean, they when yes, they sir. have their back against the wall, when everybody says it can't be done, when Robert Conrad has the battery on the shoulder and says, go ahead, I dare you. All right, you knock it off, right? Because the fact of the matter is nobody does it better with a chip on the shoulder than the Steelers. This is a big chip. This is such a big chip. This is going into right. this is going into the uh, you know the the uh, capital of the world as far as barbecue. So it might be a cow chip for all I know that size, but right. you know, yeah, I'm sure you guys are looking forward to going down to Kansas City again just so y'all can get some grub. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this: Reagan, who traveled with us and who put up his credit card, and we took advantage of it. <laughs> Let me tell you, Max had it all yeah. ordered out. Man, we had Jack Stacks coming back. And it it was a it was a caloric feast of magnificent proportions. Yes, we were like kids, all, we were yeah. like we were like kids waiting for our parents to pick us up, sitting in the lobby waiting for it. <laughs> bring it, just bring antsy, it. Come just get antsy. Me. Come on, come on, come on, come get me, come get me. I picked you, you picked me. Let's do it, let's do it. I'm waiting. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. All right, brother. All right, you got anything well, else? Thanks for letting me on. You betcha. Nope. Uh, oh, actually, one more comment. Um. That run that Najee had, I think it was uh, second and ten. I got one point about uh, Chase. Did you see Chase when when Najee bounced it out? Chase got out to the edge. He was blocking. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was awesome, man. So just everybody that's down on Chase, just be patient with this guy. You know, he's young. He makes mental mistakes, but I feel like he's gonna be. He's he's still learning. He's gonna be a good player for us. Josh, the Steelers need him to be the guy he can be. You're right on. Good word by you. All right. Yes, sir. Yes. Thank you, Josh. All right, well, thank you guys for letting me on. Let's, here we go, Steelers, and uh, shout out to the locker room family. I'll talk to you guys later. All right. Sounds there good, brother. Is. Thanks, Josh. Thank you so much. All right, let's keep rolling here. We got Scott in the North Hills, a little closer to home. Scott, welcome. You're in the locker room. Um, I have a ray of hope uh, against Kansas City because, you know, to quote Sword, my novel for the year got fouled up when Stefan Tumit couldn't play. Mm-hmm. I think if Tuit was fully healthy all year, especially if Alawala was there too, this team is three, four, maybe five games better in the column. Um, that entire defense got sucked down by their absence. And now, the you know, with Adams, with Wormley getting back healthy, that defensive line, if it could be solid, I mean, it doesn't have to be Stefan Tuit, but they could just be solid. 
then you got a puncher's chance. I, I, I completely agree with you. I think this is um, this is something that we've seen, right? We've kind of kind of kind of played musical chairs with that position this season, and I think we finally found the right rotation, the right mix. Um, when you have Montrevious Adams in there with Wormley, with Cam, Loudermilk coming off coming off the bench and playing kind of that auxiliary put role, and along with Henry Mondo, I think you found your five man rotation to really help. And then, of course, I think also having the four outside backers really play. I mean, Derek Tuska, uh, what he's provided, what Taco Charlton has provided, has given us a nice rotation to where you could feel confident with those guys in there that it's not going to be, oh, my gosh, here's a big play waiting to happen. And the secondary has grown by leaps and bounds um, this year, having guys who can fill in, finding that nickel guy, right? Trey Norwood, Arthur Ballette coming in and being able to play to keep Cam Sutton out on the edge and not have to flex him in and out. They can still do it if they want, but more on a case-by-case basis instead of having it to be a necessity. So I think a lot, all these guys have grown together as a unit and really created something. Bend but don't break. You know, it's not the one that's going to go break your offense, but it's the one that's going to bend and try and give you the best opportunity and minimize the damage and hopefully let your offense get back into the game. So, no, they've they've they've, they've come a long way, and I put I put trust in them, especially when you see how inspired they played that Monday night game against Cleveland, and now you know that you're still taking taking Ben uh, to the promised land. You're still carrying him on. Take that same emotion you had Monday night for the last home game. And t- let let that thing travel. It's a traveling road show right now, you know. Except for we're, except for we're not selling snake oil. You yeah. know, we're we're, we're we're selling number seven uh, on this, and he's a bona fide Hall of Famer. So you give him every opportunity to be successful. He he he's he's going to rise to the occasion. Well, seriously, how good would this team be with a healthy Stefan to it? Oh man, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Think about this: eleven sacks last year. This young man has never tapped that full potential. I'm a big Stefan Tuitt fan. One of the things that was so amazing, I, I will never forget when he steamrolled one of the uh, the quarterback in Cleveland a couple of years ago. It was a thunderous sack that I, I or hit in the open field. It was just amazing. The speed and agility of this guy is um, it's a perfect complement to Cam Hayward. Now, it's unfortunate that he's not been able to manifest that on the field, but boy, oh boy, it would be something. You're right on with that one. Is there any doubt about him coming back next year? Again, we're not close enough right now because of all the COVID protocols. I can't tell you for certain, and I certainly am not going to speculate on whispering. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think that would be an off-season conversation. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, hang in there because we'll be doing a little off-season, I think. Condolences to you, Max, and I just hope you weren't gone because of a a TJ event. Yes, yes. No, no, no. I was not gone because of a TJ event. (laughs) What a great line. Oh, I I love love it. it. Guys come in the locker room, they come in smoking. Good job, brother. (laughs) That's right. That's what it is. (laughs) Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate you so much. All right, before we go to break, just know we're going to go, we're going to bring in uh, Jim Wexel from Steel City Insider from uh, the, the book of Paul Lamalu, All Things Hair, which, of course, is not the title, but, of course, it's his uh, book he wrote on 
Uh, Troy Polamalu, which is an absolute, uh, just a terrific read. If you are at all a Steelers fan or if you're a Troy Polamalu fan, my goodness, uh, that's something you want to get, that's for sure. And we're going to bring him in the locker room coming up right here. So we'll be back with more. And, of course, the Steelers playoffs are presented by FedEx and Ford. You're in the locker room with Wolf Starks and the Ninjas, and we'll be back after this.